poppin', everybody? This is your boy, Chuck Livingston, joined, as always, by my main man and co-host and cousin, <laughs> Logan Livingston. What's up, guys? Well, uh, we are recording this at about 1.40 a.m. Central Time in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Logan, uh, myself, and uh, Logan's brother-in-law, Matthew, attended tonight's Arkansas-Northern Illinois game in uh, Fayetteville. It was a, was it 52-14? to 14? Yeah. It was a 52 to 14 Razorback victory, uh, with some balanced offense, some some solid defense, and uh, just an all around great night for the Razorbacks. And it uh, has resulted in uh, another new catchphrase for us here at the Hogcast. Logan, what's that catchphrase? Uh, Club Burt two turnt, I believe. Uh, that's why we're up so late. It's just we're two turnt right now. Two uh, turnt. I couldn't sleep right now <laughs> if you shot me in the neck with a tranquilizer dart. I'm so jazzed up finally, because. Mm -hmm. um, it seems like Brett Bielema's system's finally taking hold a little bit, able to run the ball, physically dominate teams at the line of scrimmage. Mm -hmm. Got a good play action uh, passing game there. Just, you know, still working on some things there, but it, it's better than it was, better I mean, than it's ever been. Tonight, I mean, after Texas Tech, we're all worried about, you know, being more balanced and if we could do that. And tonight, we were about as balanced as you could possibly get. I think we were like, I think we had three more passing yards than we had rushing. It was a very balanced attack. Uh, kudos to NIU. They definitely uh, handled the running game. Better than I expected. Um, they were only averaging 100 yards per game, allowing 100 yards per game on the ground, and they ended up giving us about 200. So, uh, pretty good job by them, considering we ran for like 450 on a T Town, T Tech, Texas Tech. Uh, Jonathan Williams just scored again on Texas Tech. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan Williams with his 16th touchdown. Oh my! Vernon <laughs> <Bird> Lundquist here. <laughs> now the downside of uh, of us ending up with more passing yards and rushing yards is that Jim Chaney's probably going to call 45 <laughs> passes on Saturday against Texas A&M. <laughs> Uh, but first and goal, uh, down seven, quintuple reverse. <laughs> Sextuple reverse. <laughs> he, he was unclear on how many reverses there was going to be. Alex Collins averaging six yards per carry. We're going to throw a quintuple reverse We're going to pull him out and go five wide on first down. <laughs> uh, obviously, physically dominating win. Uh, Club Burt's too turt because this was, uh, again, a huge performance. The, the important thing about it was uh, beating Northern Illinois was um, – um, that they're not a bad team. They were in a BCS Bowl two years ago. Last year they went to another bowl, won 10, 11 games. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're a cal high caliber of opponent in a, a, the MAC that's not only better than some Power 5 conferences. <laughs> the Big, Big Ten, Ten, to be specific here. <laughs> Big Ten. Uh, we're going all in on the Big Ten tonight. Uh, but, yes, the Big Ten for one, considering I think they're about 5-1 and one against, the, against the Big Ten this year. Yep. Um, I saw a sign the other day, the Big Ten, bad at football, bad at math. Because yep. obviously awesome. they have more than 10. They got like 14 teams. Still but they're still teams. the Big Ten, you know, just it. setting their ways. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, Northern Illinois, if you believe they're the cream of the crop of that in that conference, then uh, you have to believe that this is a big win, even though it was at home. Mm -hmm. I think really just like it's so encouraging. Like we like just seeing like the reactions of the fans after tonight's game, like everybody is super optimistic right now. Obviously, we still haven't been super tested. We're going to get that Saturday. But um, do we play on Saturday? Next Saturday we have we have a game actually. I think we we play a. I thought a, the season was over. We so have, I thought we just won. The we have a we have a football contest uh, against Texas A and M, I believe. Mm. Um, but anyway. Oh my! <laughs> oh my! But yeah, um, everybody's just really encouraged right now, and it feels real good. I mean, even you, Charlie, who was really negative, actually, kind of kind of getting on the club Burt uh, bus. I don't know what you're talking about. We're not going to win another game this year. Oh, my God. As you've seen from previous, <laughs> from the previous podcast that you've probably listened to, Chuck has not been the most optimistic of of the bunch here. I've been trying to keep him uh, up, but I think he's finally coming around to the Club Burt era. 
I did. Uh, the, the, the biggest thing tonight was what well, there was balance. That's the thing. That's the thing that I've, I've been warning against on a previous Hawkcast. If you go back and listen, I was like, you know, it's great to dominate teams on the ground, but you're not going to be able to do that forever. Mm-hmm. The thing I like tonight is that we really did have a balanced attack. We had we were able to throw it, had some success there. Yep. We were able to run it, mm-hmm. which we've been able to do. And uh, defensively, it was the best performance we've had in the Bielma era. Yeah, I was talking about our defense, actually, uh, and how much they've improved from last year. It's like a night and day difference. This is probably the best defense we've had since the Nut era, probably 2006 or something, honestly. Yeah. It's been a while. And uh, we've got guys making plays on the ball in the air. Our secondary hasn't done stuff like that in a long time. Secondary was really more of a, a rumor than anything yeah. you know, the, the past couple of years. And, I mean, again, it – not knocking it, you know. There, there are different methods. There are different ways to. There's more than one way to skin a cat, okay? Uh, and I've, I've apologized to uh, Logan's wife's uh, kittens that are around the house right now. I wouldn't literally skin the cat. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you know, if you want to win with ball control and defense, that's one way to do it. Um, as long as you're winning, I, I, I really don't care. Here's our thing too. Like I was telling Chuck as well on the way home. Uh, a lot of the guys playing on defense right now are really young. We got a lot of young guys making quality, get some quality playing time. So. And they're doing really well right now. I mean, the defense looks better than we've looked in a long time, and that's going to bode well in the future, obviously, with these guys getting these reps right now. They're not going to get worse. They're going to get better. I mean, exactly. th- unless they're all like some sort of weird reverse. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, you know, alien. Um, you know, so like I said, it, it was it was a good uh, atmosphere leaving the game tonight. There were a lot of people there, 67 Gs and change mm-hmm. in a 76,000 seat mm-hmm. stadium at a, for a non-conference game that mm-hmm. was on TV, and you know, a lot of people could have just packed it in and not come out. It was a it was a loud crowd. Mm-hmm. It was packed. It was exciting. People were there early. They stayed late. Uh, and, um, Club Burt was happening. I actually saw a lot of people up there in the tents. It was Club pretty- Burt. We actually ran through uh, the mist from Club Burt <laughs> opening. You know where was that? That was past Russellville. Yeah, definitely past Russellville. Yeah, he's opening a new chain in Washington State with Mike Leach. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that happened. But. It was crazy. They were hanging out. Burt doing some Patron shots. <laughs> Burt actually skipped his post game. Uh, Presser to go up to the Club Burt section. He's just walking around with no pants on. (laughs) Club Burt was too turnt tonight. Uh, And and the reason that Club Burt was too turnt was because not only the big win, which Arkansas is now 3-1 ahead of a big game with Texas A&M, but the rest of the SEC is crumbling around Arkansas. I feel like there's giant question marks everywhere in the SEC. We don't know who's legit and who's not. The reason we say that, obviously, uh, LSU lost at home tonight to Mississippi State. In Death Valley. To In Mississippi Death Valley. 102,000 screaming Cajun drunk drunkards. Drinking antifreeze out of a, <laughs> out of a Gatorade bottle so they can sneak it past security. Um, you know, and the biggest issue there is, um, you know, Mississippi State was up 31 to 10 at one point. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was a beat. It was beat down city. Mm-hmm. LSU got a couple late garbage touchdowns and got worked their way back into it. But for the most part, it was all Bulldogs. Yep. Uh, that's the, that was the first kind of a shocker. Mm-hmm. Other shocker, uh, Missouri, who had kind of been rolling along mm-hmm. uh, so far in the season, untested a little bit, but they had won impressively. Lost at home to the Indiana Hoosiers. Yeah, we're not talking about the Indianapolis Colts. This is the Indiana Hoosiers. We're not talking about the Indiana, Indianapolis 500. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about the, the Hoosiers. Uh, uh, this isn't the team with Isaiah Thomas and uh, <laughs> Bobby Knight coaching them. Okay, this is, this is the football team. Yeah. Uh, who... You know, again, my, my mother's from up there. She's an Indiana Hoosiers uh, supporter, but she's the only one that I know. Yeah. And I don't even think she knows they play football. So actually, they, surprisingly enough, me and Matt today at Starbucks ran into an Indiana Hoosiers fan, actually. Surprisingly enough. And they turned around and beat Missouri. That happened. That's an omen. That actually happened. Cause I we, wish you had brought this up earlier. Because I was talking to her, actually. I forgot to mention this. Yeah, we were at Starbucks, and she was like, is there a game in Fayetteville tonight? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, man, that sucks. And we a lot of traffic. I was like, yeah, whatever. And she's like, yeah, I'm an Indiana fan. Uh, so we don't really win that much. 
And then, and then shaded her team out completely. Shaded her team out, and they come out and win against Missouri. So, again, the SEC East is a giant question mark. Vanderbilt hung with South Carolina tonight. That's true. South Carolina got ran off the field by A&M. A lot. So, I, I don't know, man. Jonathan Williams just scored on Texas Tech again. <laughs> His um, 18th millionth touchdown. Oh, my. <laughs> Fern Lundquist is in Lubbock. <laughs> I haven't left. They've been scoring for eight consecutive days. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the implications are going to be and who we can beat, but I feel good about our uh, our bowl hopes now. Well, obviously, uh, we'll get to bowl talk in just a second. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, the uh, you know, before, Mississippi State was a game that Logan and I were sort of projecting that we could kind of hang in. And uh-huh. um, LSU, I always sort of wrote off. I texted Logan mm-hmm. when I saw the 31-10 to 10 margin, and I said, oh, my gosh, I might be in on that beat LSU talk. Because we catch them at home. It's mm-hmm. going to be in November. Mm-hmm. So we, in theory, we may not be as healthy, but we'll be better. It'll yeah. be, you know, in uh, LSU, they sort of are what they are at this point. No, you know, no offense to speak of. Right. And, you know, sort of the same less Miles thing going on. Yeah. Uh, that could be a huge game down the stretch. Obviously, Missouri is the season finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on the road, of course. But if they can lose at home to Indiana, yeah. they can lose at home to anybody. Anybody, yeah. The scary thing right now is, like, for us, is we're getting better. We've gotten better every week. So I can't imagine how much better we're going to be by the time we get to LSU or this Missouri game That's, if we keep improving like we've been doing, which hopefully that is the case. Right, hopefully don't plateau out. At least I think I think Club Burt referred to it in his post-game presser, you know, trying to guard against, you know. Trying to humble him. Down. Yeah, humble him a little bit. It'll be his role as humbler this week, yeah. uh, which is a good uh, – I did have – Obviously, this week is Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Uh, they present their own set of challenges. Mainly, they score every 43 seconds. <laughs> they're they're going to score a lot of points. Uh, and that's touchdowns. It's not field goals. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, the game will be played in the uh, neutral confines of Cowboys Stadium. All right. So, really not neutral. I think that's going to be about 75% Hog fans, probably. Arkansas fans travel well to Dallas because there are a lot of people around Dallas and Arlington, things uh-huh. like that. And um, I don't – I mean, I, and I – I don't even want to talk about it, but uh, we've never lost a game there. Uh, we haven't lost a I game there. I probably just shaded us out, but that's just a fact. We're it three is and zero there. Four and zero. Four and zero. We beat A uh, and M there three times on conference. We only beat them there twice, right? Uh, uh-uh, we got them in nine, ten, and eleven. Eleven was oh, a yeah. big comeback with Tyler. I got you. Yeah. Um, we beat them three times, and then we beat one the Cotton Bowl, of course, yep. against Kansas, Kansas State. Kansas State. Yeah. Uh, so again, you know, I, I hate to even bring it up, but you know, in that building, mm-hmm. the building's been good to Arkansas football. Um, yeah. Let's be honest. So. Um, you know that that's got to be a good omen, and if you get a win there, I think we talked about the implications. That's yeah. uh, you're talking some top twenty-five buzz. Oh, that's gonna be huge. I mean, do you want to go ahead and preview the A&M game first, and then go let's, on? Let's do that. We'll do All that. Right. So I mean, A&M obviously they got an explosive offense. A&M just scored on South Carolina again. Yeah, man, they're still scoring, man. Spurrier has thrown like ten visors and broken like twenty headsets. He's not even throwing South Carolina visors anymore. He's throwing floor, old Florida visors. He had left. What over. was his quote tonight? He was like talking about how they're still bad. What was that quote? I gotta uh, look that up. Yeah, we're, we're just the dumbest team going right now. We're just, we're just not a real smart team. <laughs> Man, but yes, yeah, so they score a lot of points. I mean, the key there is going to be kind of what we did to Texas Tech. I mean, I feel like their team's like a Texas Tech on steroids, really. Well, like a rich man. Yeah, version rich of man, tech. rich man's version of Tech. We need to we need to control the time of possession. Hopefully, we can hopefully we can run semi as good as we did against uh, Tech. You know, now some the, kind of success. Now the upside for us is that just last year we uh, we hung with A and M at home mm-hmm. uh, in a rainy night in Fayetteville, which probably. Honestly, kind of favored us if you really think about it, because mm-hmm. we didn't throw it a lot. But you know, we, we were we were at a different team. We were at a different point in our uh, progression then. Obviously, yeah. now indoors, you know, Jerry's world. Yeah. The, I feel like that could go either way. They've got a lot of mm-hmm. speed, but we, you know, we've, you know, if we like I said, if we can keep them off the field, we've proven we can run the ball. 
Um, but again, it'll the, the interesting thing to me is it always is is if they stuff the run, you know, can we beat them consistently through the air? We were able to tonight. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the league game. Now it's going to be a big spotlight. So it'll be two thirty mm. uh, on is it ABC or is it CBS? It's CBS. I That's reverse. Oh my! Oh my! Arkansas Texas A and M. We'll explain that joke to you one day, maybe if you feel like you can handle it. That's but. a Hawkeyes after dark thing. That's a Hawkeyes after dark. Yeah, and that's a subscription only service. <laughs> uh, obviously, A and M. Again, other than just the the exposure you get from playing that game, it's a, obviously a conference game. It's an SEC West game. Mm. Um, you know. I don't think anybody thinks we're going to win the SEC West this year, but if you lose... Is it out of the question, though? <laughs> well, as we were talking about with the rest of the SEC with it crumbling around us. Yeah, but no, um, A&M, like, I don't think their defense is all that great, so it's going to be a high-scoring bout. I think we're going to be able to score on them, but the thing is, can we keep them off the field long enough to where we can uh, get the W? And uh, like you said, it's going to be come down to can we run the ball against them? How, how well can we run against them? And if we can't, can Brennan Allen step up and beat them in the air? We're going to need about three Bills passing the ball to um, – Three Bills, man. We're, or uh, <laughs> three Bills running the ball because that means we're grinding clock. Oh, out, yeah. You know I, say, I don't think B.A. is good for three no, Bills. No, I don't throwing. think he's good for – he hasn't hit 200 yet. I think this, you know, so 199 three, as of – 199 tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, if we can run for 300, that means that we're grinding out first down and keeping Kenny Trill on the sideline because Trill, he looks yeah. – he looks like, at this point, the rich man's Johnny Football. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we talked about it before. I mean, I don't think – they haven't really been tested yet. The South Carolina true. win is a giant question mark. The SEC East in general is a giant question mark. Successful. I'm not convinced that Arkansas wouldn't finish at lowest second in that division right now. I think we clinched the SEC East yeah, uh, I think, uh, tonight. I think we did. So, like I'm saying, like their biggest win is South Carolina, and we don't know what that means right now. We don't know how good of a win that is. That brings Georgia back into the picture. We forgot to mention them earlier, of yeah. course. You know, they tuned Troy up today, but that they lost to South Carolina last week, and South mm-hmm. Carolina lost to AM. So, it's very possible that the top four teams in the SEC all reside in the West, and maybe seven of the top eight or nine. Like, yeah. it, um, it's just it's that competitive. <laughs> uh, again, I, I still think Arkansas is the seventh team in the SEC. Now that'll all play out, but I think at this point you could say that. Mm-hmm. But if we were in the East, I don't know that we couldn't beat Carolina and Georgia and mm-hmm. get to Hot Atlanta that going that route. So. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, I think I just think the East is a giant question mark. I mean, they haven't really done it. I mean, you know, Vanderbilt lost to Temple, right? Missouri just lost at home. They both lost at home to non-cons. You don't like Temple's football team? I don't like Temple's football team. And then Missouri loses to Indiana? Not at basketball. No, not at I, I got to keep stressing that. Sorry. This is this is football. What are you doing? What's going on, man? This is the SEC. What's going on, y'all? So, yeah, I'm just not convinced on A&M's legitimacy. I think they're good, but they haven't been tested. So, we're pro- we, might, we could very well be the best team they've played all year so far. And, you know, hopefully there is no letdown. We'll be able to hit it. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously, A&M... It's early in the season, uh, but this could be a crucial game mm-hmm. regarding Arkansas's bowl hopes, okay? Most definitely. AutoZone Liberty Bowl is in the house tonight. Uh, met a guy down there, Harold or Harold Grader, mm-hmm. Howard Grader, something like that. His name is Grader. <laughs> um, Grader than, you know, the Indian Independence Bowl, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, but anyway, they've, um, you know, he was talking to him. You know, obviously excited about Arkansas. He said it was huge last week, huge this week to get a win, and all the other, he noted all the other things. Obviously, you need six wins to get to a bowl. So, meaning every win you get that gets you closer to six is a good win. Uh, So, it may not be A&M, but Arkansas now stands a good chance to go 4-0 non-conference and maybe steal two of their eight conference games. If they beat A&M, that's a game that I think we've all written off all summer as a a loss. Mm -hmm. Uh, Logan, what would a win to get to 4-1, 1-1 in conference mean 
Uh, it would be just completely out of control. The, the level of hype for Club Burt would be just out of control. Would like, Club Burt have to hire some bouncers? Club Burt would have to hire all the bouncers. It'd be a chain franchise at this point. It would be everywhere. Then be Club, nationwide. Club Burt's would start popping up all around the nation. I don't know what we would do, but yeah, I mean, they would even build <laughs> some Club Burt's in Wisconsin where they're sort of mad at him. I think if you beat A and M, you're almost guaranteed a bowl game. I really think that, like immediately. You'd really have to fall. Apart You'd really have to just fall to shambles, and at that point. You start looking at things, you step back. I mean, Georgia's very winnable at this point, I think, if you're beating A&M. Um, honestly, every game on the schedule looks pretty winnable outside of Alabama at that point. Really, LSU looks looks down. Mississippi State would be pretty tough on, on the road. road at Starkville. but And, and they're going to be high on the hog after uh, I mean, you top on LSU. Pretty much what I'm saying is you beat A&M, you're going to be in the top 15, and the sky's the limit. you got you got a week off before Alabama at that point. So, Do you think Club uh, Club Burt might be a little excited to have Alabama coming in fresh off four straight wins? I mean, look, that's a big game, man. If we if we can come in there, if we can beat A and M, get the week off to get healthy, Alabama's got to play at Oxford the week before, and, and that's Miss, crucial. Don't Ole, look that. Ole Miss is a top ten team. That's that could be a slobber knocker. So. Do, do you think that some of the U of A students would sneak in uh, alcohol and liquor and things into that Alabama game, maybe? Oh, yeah, definitely. That, that place is going to be hype. Club Burt is on tilt, like all these on tilt, super tilt. It's uh, And again, you know, like I said, so, you know, all the bowl talk, obviously selfishly, mm-hmm. me being from the northeast Arkansas area, mm-hmm. the Liberty Bowl appeals to me very, very greatly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Logan as well. Yep. You know, he, he could be home in about two hours to go to the – Attend the ball game. Nashville wouldn't be bad. There'd be a lot of good things going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, just any, just talking about a bowl after not going for two years is very exciting to me personally. Yeah, seriously. I mean, like even last year, we we started off the same record to begin with, three and one, and it I mean, just felt different. It did feel different because we barely beat like Sanford, you know, Sanford's even Southern, even Southern, Southern Miss. We struggled against, and they didn't win a game the previous season. So. I mean, we're we're winning this year, and we're winning convincingly, and we look good doing it. Like we look really good. Like balanced offense, defense looks greatly improved. But again, it's just going to come down to how we play in conference play. Now we've we played against Auburn, who's debatably the best team in the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, we just got to see how we do against A and M. See how legit they are. Um, I mean, Saturday we'll know a lot. We'll know a lot after Saturday. If they run us off the field, then we know we're not ready yet. But if we hang in there, maybe plot the victory. Even lose by less than 10, I feel real good. I mean, I feel real good. Uh, I agree. Now, that sort of brings up the other uh, – sort of the – you know, one of the other things. What is your best-case scenario for the season? Because we're, we're, we're still sort of off a little bit on our uh, predictions here. But, like, what is your best-case scenario and what is your worst-case scenario? Man, I guess worst-case, I think we get five wins probably. Worst case, I guess worst case would be four. Technically, we're gonna yeah. win a conference game because UAB. I don't. I don't think you don't, don't see UAB think, pulling the shocker. No, but UAB, UAB did play Mississippi State close. However, I will say that. <laughs> yeah. Not gonna lie, that could. I don't. I don't. I think we. I think we roll those guys. But I think worst case is four. But best case, man. It just depends on Saturday, man. It means a lot. That game means a lot to tell us our future, really. I guess I'd say like seven wins though. Probably if I had to guess case. right now, seven probably. You can't see the ball bouncing to us more than seven. Man, if man, we come back next week after beating A&M, man, talk to me again because I could say ten then or something, dude. Logan will say anything. He, <laughs> he's still high on the, the if we club. Beat, if we beat A&M late. next Saturday, dude, seriously, though, if we can beat That's A&M, true, yeah. we can beat anybody, really. I mean, uh, You wouldn't even mind having an extra shot at Auburn there. At that yeah, point, if, you, no? if you look at the schedule, if we, if we do pull through and beat A&M next week, you look at the schedule, the only game I'm circling is real super scary is Alabama, but we get them at home. I mean – it's a good situation. And they didn't look too good against Florida either, so I don't know. I mean, a lot of question marks right now. Still early in the season. A lot of exciting SEC football left to be played. 
Yeah, for me, you know, I've, I've always said the best case is six and six, but I got to be honest, I'm, I'm, after seeing again, seeing how things have gone around the the rest of the league and things like that, I almost, I can, I can almost see seven as the best case. I really can. Like I, I don't think we can compete with A and M or Alabama, but I could see us catching Ole Miss mm-hmm. and State and like you know Missouri or LSU one. I can see us catching one of them, or you know all three, you know three of those four or three of those five and. Maybe, maybe screwing some screwing some mugs up. Like seriously, especially those home games. Mm-hmm. Like you know, home field advantage to a young team means a lot. It does. I agree. You know, so so if you come out, you know, like Ole Miss for example, if mm-hmm. Ole Miss is in the hunt, I could see them sort of overlooking us late in the season. Missouri, real shaky, real question marks now, because um, you don't know what a loss like this will do to them. Like yeah. a, sh- a shocking loss like that could go either way. Especially if uh, Gary Pinkle, you know, has a couple drinks and decides. To I mean, whoa, hold on, what, if, what happened? If, if Gary Pinkle heads to Club Bird, <laughs> if he's hanging out with Club Bird the night before, yeah. and you know, Club Bird, he's he's always been a very confident guy. So mm-hmm. if he was confident before, he had a reason to be confident. Can you now imagine that, his ego if he beats A and M Saturday? His ego would just explode. I think he'll show up to his post game presser butt naked. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> with a Budweiser just hanging out. Budweiser and like taking shots of tequila. Like I really, you know, and I'll, I'll be honest. I, I dig it. Like I, I'm into it. it you know, the, again, he came to the SEC with a lot of blust. You know, and he, he took his lumps last year. Yeah. Like, first losing season he ever had as a head coach. And we got beat bad. Got beat down. Mm-hmm. But now it's turned a little bit. Now he's sort of playing. Like tonight, you sort of pointed out to him. You know, after Northern Illinois attempted that onside kick late in the game, mm-hmm. he, he he immediately went down the field and said, "You onside kick again." He threw a touchdown, 44 yards touchdown pass. To Keon Hatcher. So. Post route in the end zone. He said, Look, I dare you to onside kick on me again, boy. So, again, I think swagger is a is is a real thing. You know, yeah. and I think that Club Burt, if you give him a reason to be confident, yeah. he's going to be confident, exude that confidence, and he's going to give you a reason yeah. to, to follow him in the back. You know, yeah. uh, and again, that's a dangerous thing. A team playing with some confidence, uh, which it seems like we are now, mm-hmm. if they beat AM. Yeah, Club Burt's not going to be wearing clothes all week. Yeah. And, and I don't blame him. And then I would hate to be Alabama because you're sort of coming into a hornet's nest then. Mm-hmm. Worst yeah. case scenario, same as you. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I, I think we beat UAB regardless. Yeah. The problem I think you run into after the fact mm-hmm. is, man, you got to win an SEC game. Like, I, I want yeah. the worst case to be five wins. That well, I don't think there's – I think we beat Missouri now. I don't think that's – Hey! <laughs> we have a cat in the studio attacking us. Um <laughs> – Oh, sorry about that. I, I was I, I was in a, I was in radio mode and I got attacked by a feline. Uh, not the first time that's happened, even today, for that matter. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's the problem. I think that you know, like let's say A and M gets us, okay, mm-hmm. and we're already scared of Alabama. Yeah. So now you're zero and three in the conference, okay. The, the good thing about this going forward, though, is like these games coming really soon is that we get them, a lot of them at home. Mm-hmm. We do get A&M on a neutral site, which I do think that we will. Um, I think A&M on the neutral site really favors us. I think we'll have more fans there is what I'm trying to say, really. I don't know if that really helps us a whole lot. We'll see. I think that's going to help the mindset, like you were saying, of the young players. Um, and same thing for Alabama. We get to play them, you know. At home. Yeah, at home. So At, at, at Club Burt. Yep. Club Bird will be packed out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's going to happen regardless of um, beating A&M or not. I think people are excited to be relevant, at least somewhat relevant, you know. But the problem, the thing I fear, and we were talking about swagger earlier, mm-hmm. let's say the A&M beats us, you know, 14 points. Mm-hmm. Then you get that week off, and, you know, you got to hear, oh, man, Arkansas, we thought, you know. Yeah. But now you got Alabama coming in. you got mm-hmm. Saban, who loves to beat Arkansas. He does love to beat Arkansas. <laughs> he, he has made literally a career. Have we ever beat Saban at Alabama? Never beat Saban. Wow. 
His first year there was nuts. Last year, oh, that's when that come back. That's when that famous third down where if, he, he, if he just played nut ball, we would have won the game. <laughs> yeah, I don't don't get me started on that. That's a rabbit hole right there. Um, bro, let me tell you, uh, <laughs> I love but, that helmet. Don't worry, there will be a Houston nut edition of the Hallcast one day, off season. Um, but uh, and actually, really, only one of them's, only two of them have been close. That first 07 yep. and the 2010 game where we just started out real hot. Not through like three picks in the fourth. Yeah, and like and they, they were able to, to nudge past us. So. Um, so yeah, like I said, so 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 now you're zero three after losing to Auburn again. Auburn A and M and Alabama maybe the three best teams, yeah. But you still have to play those games. Well, now you're looking down the line and you've got Georgia who question mark question mark they could be good they could not be good. And Missouri obviously is bad. They lost to Indiana at home, but so. that's down the line. See, at that point, that could not even be for a bowl game if we don't play it right. That's a good know? point. That's a good if point. we slip up, you know, let's say Mark Rick wins a close game. Let's mm-hmm. say outmaneuvers Club Bird. Now you're zero four. Now. Your players who are flying high right now mm-hmm. just ran into more talent against A&M, but now they're starting to doubt themselves. Mm-hmm. Now that Ole Miss game is a question mark. Now LSU comes in road-tested and swaggerific with less munching on all the grass, <laughs> all the grass. Like, you yeah. know, now you have, you know, I still think you beat Missouri, but you're you're 5-7 and seven when it look, at one point we're sitting here having an entire episode talking about bowl trips. Yeah. That's what I'm afraid of. I agree. So, yeah, we gotta we got to stay focused, even if we do get beat down by A&M and Alabama. Because that's very possible that could happen because they're two of the better teams in the league. So and in the world, in the world, yeah. Well, our league is the world. So. Yeah, exactly. The SEC West. Is the, the SEC world. West should take at least three of the four playoff spots, and that if and not, that fourth one you might slide in Georgia. Yeah, if they exactly. Get the ten wins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, uh, basically all you know all SEC teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so our last point here is um, the question is for me. Is this the biggest win of the Club Burt era? Well, to, to, tonight, was this the biggest win of the Club Burt era against Northern Illinois? Uh, it was that or Texas Tech. I mean, which I mean, it just depends on who you think is better, I guess. I mean, NIU's been to a BCS Bowl two years ago, and they mm-hmm. were one game away from getting a back-to-back BCS Bowl. So, I think it's a big win. I mean, obviously, me and you were talking about it before and kind of gotten – we had we psyched ourselves out on the MAC. We were really uh, – after their success against the Big Ten, we were worried about this game being too close or – Maybe even losing this game, you know? Because right. um, they stopped the run. And we blew their doors off. Yeah. Uh, it was we, never close. It was never close. 21 nothing first quarter our, pretty much took all the drama out of it. Our defense shut them down. Uh, we gave them seven points late, garbage touchdown. Uh, they really couldn't stop us, our offense, really. We did what we wanted. I we, mean, we scored in all three phases, offense, defense, yeah. special teams. Um, and, again, played some stout defense. I think it's huge because it, it showcased our balance offense, and I think that's something that we needed to see. Because um, even in the Texas Tech win, it, we were very one-dimensional. Right. We ran the ball like 78 times. I agree. Um, 30 straight to close the game. Yeah, which, which is, is fine absurd, Which is fine if you can do it. If, right. it's, if it's working, I don't blame him for doing we it. We couldn't have done it tonight, though. We couldn't have done it tonight, and we definitely can't do it going forward. A&M, Alabama, they'll stop the run eventually. I mean, not to say we're not going to have some success with it, but – um, yeah, this could this this probably is the biggest win in the Burt era, and I think every week, we, if if we keep winning, is going to continue to be the biggest win in Burt's career. The, here, the, the, that was my next uh, comment. I think last week was the biggest week of the Burt era. I think this week, this was the biggest win. Yep. Obviously, if he beats Texas A&M, that's the biggest. That's win. the biggest win until he, he beats Alabama, <laughs> and we're five oh, and one. <laughs> oh my! I'm from Lundquist, and I'm moving to Fayetteville. <laughs> um, but seriously, I mean, yeah, you know, he, he said after the game, he said something that I really liked. He said they like to preach a 1-0 mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and obviously for, for them that means, you know, 
this game's over now. They yeah. want to put it to bed. Yeah. They want to move on to Texas A&M. For them, they have to do that. But for us, uh, we don't have that. We don't have to, exactly. <laughs> we don't have that I'm, restriction. I'm not in the locker room. We're so we, we get to type. We get to talk all these hypotheticals all day long. It's fun and uh, crazy. Yeah, crazy. But uh, yeah, I mean, a huge win was, again in front of an excited home crowd. Again, a lot of people. And I've seen it in the past. I've been to games with about thirty thousand people there, mm-hmm. and they said, "Oh, screw it! It's normal. I don't care about that game. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna." I bought tickets one time, ten bucks a piece mm-hmm. for a game against Troy State. Mm-hmm. And back in '09, this is when Petrino was there. Yep. Dude just didn't want to go. Dude want to go hunting. Yep. So he'd rather have the forty bucks. Like man, that's, you know, there wasn't that tonight. Sixty-seven thousand people are excited again, and you know, it's been a long time coming. It's been a long two years. Yeah. Um, and it looked like it was gonna be a long third year after that Auburn game and. Gradually, things have sort of, mm-hmm. um, you know. Now, now, here's the other interesting thing to talk about. This is sort of a off the wall type topic. Um, you know, the last two teams that we've beaten uh, in a football contest um, before tonight have uh, ended up making a coaching change of some sort. The previous, you know, the next week, Northern Illinois seems, you know, obviously Texas Tech defensive coordinator mm-hmm. resigned due to some. And then uh, Nickel State's head coach, actually, which I think he had mentally – I don't think he was just collecting a check at that point. <laughs> I think he was done, yeah. I think he was actually a wax statue. Like, I think mm-hmm. he was just uh, – you know, New Illinois seems to be in, you know, better shape than that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, more stable. Uh, you know, but it's just – that's something interesting to sort of look forward to this mm-hmm. year, uh, you know, this week coming up or whatever. Um, anyway, uh, it, was just, it was good to be back in Fayetteville tonight. It just, was good. Uh, around a big crowd. Um, and um, let's see. Oh, recruiting. Let's touch on recruiting just real quick. Yep. Uh, Will Gregg is going to announce Tuesday, so we'll be talking about his announcement uh, coming up next, probably on the next week's episode. So hopefully that'll be good news for the Razorbacks. Uh, All indications are he's leaning. Yeah, he was on site today, so I don't feel I feel like he sh- he wouldn't be on site a couple of days before committing uh, and not commit to the Razorbacks. But. He's good friends with KJ Hill from everything yeah. I've read. Yeah. Uh, KJ's <clears> already committed. Who's been a big player? I mean, he's been tearing it up so far this year for the Charging Cats of North Little Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What did he do the other night? Six catches, 155 yards. Yeah. Two t- I mean, he's absurd. Mm-hmm. He's doing this at the you know the largest classification in the state against you know teams that are gearing to stop him. There mm-hmm. he's listed at six one. You know, I get that, but he can. I don't care how tall you are. Just go. He can play. Mm-hmm. He, he he'll he'll automatically make all the players he plays with better. If Will Gregg's in the mix now, you've got him and Hunter Henry. You've got some two tight end looks. Mm-hmm. Then you get KJ Hill, and then maybe if Petaway decides to come and flip from Ole Miss, and then you get you know again by that point you'll have Ty Story mm-hmm. on the hill, who everybody loves, and yeah. I personally love. Things and, things are looking up, man. The recruiting class that Bielema got last year, uh, obviously. They're getting a lot of playing time right now, which is huge. And then you bring in a top maybe 15 class, depending on, you know, these late signees who we get. It's going to be huge, man. Like I'm, And I'm, eventually Rohan Gaines isn't going to play as much. Eventually so Rohan Gaines will no longer be in the secondary. I'll give it to him, though. That hit against Texas Tech was that, nice. That, that was he, high, he, that tore, was he tore that dude up. And he's been getting better. It's just <laughs> he's an easy target. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, the things right now, if, if there was Club Burt's stock, and actually there probably is because I'm telling you, he's franchising these things. They're <laughs> popping up everywhere. The one just popped up at your apartment complex. Um, uh, for Club Burt's stock, it's probably never been higher than it is right now because mm-hmm. for the first time, I think you can finally see the light at the end of the Regardless of what happens, unless they lose the rest of the games and they I go 3-9 again. I don't, I don't see, that. see that happening. I don't either. Um, there's a, UAB is still lurking in late October. Mm-hmm. Um, unless they lose all the games, again, for this season, I think you can finally, for the first time in almost three years, really, you can sort of see coming out of the tunnel a little bit. you got some talent coming. you got some players. Mm-hmm. You're, you're winning a couple games. You're having some success. And you've got an identity. You know, John yeah. L. Smith, no mm-hmm. identity. 
last year didn't really have an identity because you didn't have the players to run the you know so yeah. you're sort of out of this year you've got an identity you know it's gonna be, you know it's, it's gonna sort of be an mm-hmm. evolutionized version of you know Houston nutball but you know what if you got the athletes to do it you know I not once in ball games I think Milam is gonna be more balanced if he plays like he did tonight that's way more balanced than nutball oh yeah absolutely way more balanced. And, you know, he's just got more credibility as a coach and a play caller. Yeah, I agree. Recruiting has already been the best that I've seen at U of A in a long time. No, Jim Chaney, we'll have to talk about that. You know, Jim, may, you know. Jim needs to calm down and put the booze down up there in the box. I know you get tired of the draw play, Chaney, but we don't need to do the quintuple reverse and first and goal. That's not that's not acceptable, bro. No, it's an extuple reverse. It's, it's ten of them. My that's blood just boils. Like the third and two today. Why don't you run the ball? Your, your, your guy's averaging six yards a Everybody carry. saw it coming. Everybody's, I mean, I don't know what you're doing. You know, just just run the wham play. But Bomani Jones tweeted. He said, "Look, I know working with Bealum has always been sort of drawing a check as an offensive coordinator. Just run the ball and be done with it." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, old Jim. You know, Jim. <laughs> it feels bad to pile on old Jim, but um, yeah, I, th- I think Jim just he's just drawing up in the dirt, like you said last week. Yeah. Um, but but Jim's gonna have his come to Jesus moment. It might come this week. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just uh, just a very it's a it was it's a victorious night just in general. Just not only because of Arkansas's ascension mm-hmm. in a short amount of time, but also the rest of the SEC is sort of falling apart. Yeah, they, games are looking winnable that you know a couple months ago we would have never thought we could win. Just uh, under any scenario. Yeah. Well, I guess we need to go ahead and get these predictions down. Uh, Texas A and M. Texas A and M. So what you got, Charlie? Well, um, I think <laughs> I've I think I actually picked us to win this week in a tight one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the previous week I picked the, I think I picked Tech, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of confused as to what I should do. Like, like my heart says that A and M is going to win, and like I don't, but I want to do right by the right. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to say Texas A and M 42, Arkansas 24. I think the hog, too much firepower. Too much firepower. All right, I think the Hogs score 40 again in a game. I think we get 40 exactly on the dot, and we beat A and M 40 to 28. Oh my God! Kenny Trail. Throws, oh my! Kenny Trail throws a couple picks against the best secondary he's seen so far this year. Can you believe I just said that? Oh my, Tracy! <laughs> I need you to get down to the sideline. Logan smoking crack again. Think about it for a second. I really do think that this might be the best secondary he's seen yet. That's probably true. That's actually seriously. South Carolina's defense is atrocious. Yeah, and he's still and, a young quarterback. And they had three. They had three cupcakes. It's the best secondary he's seen. You don't like and SMU? No. And we're physical. June Jones left. They don't even have a coach. I don't even know what they're doing over there. Dead man walking. They're just running around doing stuff. I don't even know. Basically, they've got the John, they've got the modified John Hill. No, seriously, we got the physical mindset that I think can really, really, and we got the D line that can get to him too and get him in some bad situations. He's not as mobile as Johnny Manziel. No, few are. Few are. So you know, I think that's going to benefit us. I think we went forty twenty eight. We keep them. We run the ball enough to keep them keep them off the keep keep, keep them off the field. You make you make a convincing argument. You make it good. I'll, I'll give you that. I, uh, I just, <laughs> I can see it. Here's the thing. I'm not saying we should be favored in this game, but I think that we're, we might surprise some people. But after tonight, that is the difference. Last week, I would have said, Logan, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're smoking way too much crack. You're smoking way too much crack. Tonight, <laughs> I don't buy it. I'm sticking with A&M, but I'm nodding my head saying, wait, I can see that happening. <laughs> I, I, I can see Trey Flowers getting back there and harassing him. And I mean, what if he, what if Trey Flowers goes and knocks his head off, you know, first first quarter? <laughs> Oh, my. my Vern Lundquist here. <laughs> Actually, Vern will be in the house. Yeah, you're like, CBS game. Uh, so that's it. As that's always, it. Thanks, for, thanks for listening to the Hogcast. Yep, check out the new site. It should be up as of right now, actually, thehogcast.com. We'll start getting our Facebook page, Twitter page, and all that stuff re, uh, 
reacclimated. Yeah, reacclimated, rebranded, rebranded. Still looking for our new logos and stuff. We'll get all that out as soon as possible. We're going big with it. I took some pictures tonight at the game. We're gonna get those up. We're gonna have. It's gonna be an aesthetically pleasing site. You know, so it's gonna be just something to frequent. You know, we might even do some blog posts one day. There's no telling. You know, the sky's the limit for us in this in this endeavor. But you know. I'm Charles Livingston. Yep, and I'm Logan. It was good talking to you guys. Uh, Hopefully we got the win next Saturday, and we'll have our next podcast then. Go Hogs. Yep.